It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. y'all peace and blessings god bless y'all i'm jarvis kingston and i hope y'all doing all right in these times that ran now today i want to discuss about how god is challenging us more than ever you know nowadays in these times that ran god is really testing our faith he's testing our hearts he's testing our willpower he's testing our temptation he's to well i want to say temptation but he's putting us in a lot of different situations scenarios where He's trying to see what we're going to do. How are we going to make every choice from now on? How are we going to react to certain things? He's really putting us in a lot of crazy spots, a lot of crazy situations. And it's really on us to pass these challenges and these tests and these trials and these tribulations. It's on us to really hold it down and make sure we always make the best choice. Many of us are at a crossroads in our lives. And many people feel stagnant or complacent or they feel like they're at a standstill. Or people feel like they're in the mud and they just have to make a tough decision or make a, a big risk. You know, take a huge risk or make a big choice. Um, and a lot of people are just feeling exhausted, very tired, very restless. A lot of people are dealing with anxiety and a lot of pressure in many different ways. Some people feel spiritually exhausted, spiritually exhausted or tired or really stressed out. Some people feel physically overwhelmed. A lot of people are working themselves, they're grinding, they're always on their feet, they don't have much time for rest or to wind down to cool off. Many people are challenged emotionally, um, mentally, all types of different levels, but overall I feel like God is really molding us, he's, chast- he's chastening us, he's really disciplining us, he's really hardening us, you know, he's making us stronger. Um, every disappointment that we went through, every failure, every bad experience, every failed expectation, those things are to build us up to be stronger. And those are real challenges that a lot of times 
those type of challenges just pop up unexpectedly, you know. There's certain things we go into in life that we are fully aware of, and in other cases, a lot of things are out of our control, a lot of things are unexpected, and life is full of twists and turns, so you have to always adapt and adjust to every situation that you're in, and always make the best choice through it all, and um, all of us have been challenged, you know what I mean? <laughs> There's just so much going on in this country, and so much going on in this world, how are we going to react to it? How are we going to treat the next person by us? How are we going to next the next? Per- how are we going to help the next person? You know, how are we going to handle our job? How are we going to handle our career? How are we going to handle our temper, our anger? How are we going to deal with our self control? How are we going to deal with our urges? You know, how do we find peace and stability mentally in these times that we're in? That's very chaotic. You know, God's really testing us in our faith. Are we still sticking to His word? Are we still obeying Him? Are we still trusting in the Lord? Are we really putting things in his hands? Are we really keeping him first in our areas of our lives? You know, God is testing us like heavy. You know, he is really challenging us, you know. And a lot of times you feel really just tired of it, you know. But you can't be weary doing good. And uh, we have to keep fighting the good fight. And we got to keep pressing on and keep getting stronger. And keep adapting to everything that's going on in our lives. So what I want to do is... I want to read some scriptures concerning challenges throughout the Old and New Testament and kind of go from there. You know, God always tested his prophets and his people as well. You know, God tested Moses. He challenged him. God challenged Abraham. You know, he challenged every follower. He challenged Daniel. You know, he challenged Christ, the disciples. They were all challenges, you know. And it's on us to pass our challenges to, you know, win our Goliaths, you know. We battle with some Goliaths in our personal lives. We have to beat down that Goliath, that Goliath the same way David did, you know. Some of us have real tall tasks. We got big shoes to fill in. A lot of us have huge battles, okay. And we got to really hold it down, man. These challenges that we're going through, they're temporary and they're testing us, you know. And we got to stay solid through it all, you feel me. Be of courage, be strong, and be, you know, be bold for the Lord, you know. That's what it's about. So I'm going to read some scriptures in the Old and New Testament and go from there. The book of Deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 15 through 18. See, I have set before you today life and prosperity and death and adversity. And that I command you today to love the Lord your God, to walk in his ways and to keep his commandments and his statutes and his judgments that you may live and multiply and that the Lord your God may bless you in the land where you are entered to possess it. But if your heart turns away and you will not obey, but are drawn away and worship other gods and serve them. I declare to you today that you shall surely per- perish. You will not prolong your days in the land where you are crossing the Jordan to enter and possess it. The book of Exodus chapter 19 verse 5 through 6. Now then if you will indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant, then you shall be my own possession among all the peoples for all the earth is mine. And you shall be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words that you shall speak to the sons of Israel. The book of Deuteronomy chapter 29 verse 9. So keep the words of his covenant to do them, that you may prosper in all that you do. The book of Amos chapter 5 verse 14 through 15. Seek good and not evil, that you may live. And thus may the Lord God of hosts be with you, just as you have said. Hate evil, love good, and establish justice in the gate. Perhaps the Lord God of hosts may be gracious to the remnant of Joseph. The book of 1 Kings chapter 18 verse 21. 
Elijah came near to all the people and said, How long will you hesitate between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal, follow him. But the people did not answer him in word. The book of Joshua, chapter 24, verse 14 through 15. Now therefore fear the Lord, and serve him in sincerity and truth, and put away the gods which your fathers served beyond the river, and in Egypt, and serve the Lord. If it is disagreeable in your sight to serve the Lord, choose for yourself today whom you will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served, which were beyond the river, or the gods of the Amorites, in whose land you are living. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. <coughs> As for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. I love that scripture. Alright. The book of Jeremiah, chapter 3, verse 12 through 14. Go and proclaim these words towards the north and say, Return, faithless Israel, declares the Lord. I will not look upon you in anger, for I am gracious, declares the Lord. I will not be angry forever. Only acknowledge your iniquity that you have transgressed against the Lord your God and have scattered your favors to the strangers under every green tree. And you have not obeyed my voice, declares the Lord. Return, O faithless sons. Declare the Lord, for I am a master to you. And I will take you one from a city and two from a family. And I will bring you to Zion. The book of Matthew, chapter 16, verse 24 through 26. Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what will profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? The book of Mark chapter 8 verse 34 through 36. And he summoned them. The, he summoned the crowd with his disciples and said to them, If anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses life for my sake and the gospels will save it. For what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? The book of Luke chapter 9 verse 23 through 25. And he will say to all of them, if anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses, whoever loses life for my sake, he is the one who will save it. For what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? The book of Matthew, chapter 19, verse 21. Jesus said to him, If you wish to be complete, go and sell your possessions and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven, and come follow me. The book of Mark, chapter 10, verse 21. Looking at him, Jesus felt a love for him and said to him, One thing you lack, go and sell all you possess and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven, and come follow me. Let's see. The book of Luke chapter 9 verse 57 through 62. As they were going along the road, someone said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, The foxes have holes and the birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. And he said to another, Follow me. But he said, Lord, permit me first to go after and bury my father. But he said to him, Allow the dead to bury their own dead. But as for you, go and proclaim everywhere the kingdom of God. Another also said, I will follow you, Lord, but first permit me to say goodbye to those at home. But Jesus said to him, No one, after putting his hand to the plow and looking back, is fit for the kingdom of God. Hmm. It's powerful right there. 
the book of John chapter 21 verse 17 through 19 he said to him the third time Simon of son son of John do you love me Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time do you love me and he said to him Lord you know all these things you know that I love you Jesus said to him tend my sheep truly truly I say to you when you were younger you used to gird yourself and walk wherever you wished but when you grow old you will stretch out your hands and someone else will gird you and bring you where you do not wish to go now this he said signifying by what kind of death he would glorify God and when he had spoken this he said to him follow me the book of Luke chapter 17 verse 3 be on your guard if your brother sins rebuke him and if he repents forgive him the book of Colossians chapter 3 verse 16 let the word of Christ richly dwell within you, with all wisdom teaching and admonishing one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with thankfulness in your hearts to God. The book of Leviticus chapter 19 verse 17, you shall not hate your fellow countrymen in your heart. You may surely reprove your neighbor, but shall not incur sin because of him. The book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 14, we urge you brethren, Admonish the unruly, encourage the faint-hearted, help the weak, be patient with everyone. You gotta be patient with people, that's a challenge right there. The book of Second Thessalonians chapter 3 verse 14 through 15. If anyone does not obey our instruction in this letter, take special note of that person and do not associate with him, so that he will be put to shame. Yet do not regard him as an enemy, but admonish him as a brother. The book of Second Timothy chapter 4 verse 2. Preach the word, be ready in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, rebuke, exhort with great patience and instruction. The book of Titus chapter 2 verse 15. These things speak and exhort and approve with authority. Let no one disregard you. The book of Titus chapter 3 verse 10. Reject the fascist man after a first and a second warning. The book of Nehemiah chapter 9 verse 30. However, you bore with them for many years and admonished them by your spirit through your prophets, yet they would not give ear. Therefore, you gave them into the hand of the peoples of the lands. The book of Nehemiah chapter 9 verse 26. But they became disobedient and rebelled against you and cast your law behind their backs and killed your prophets who had admonished them so that they might return to you. And they committed great blasphemies. The book of 2 Samuel, chapter 12, verse 1 through 7. Then the Lord sent Nathan to David, and he came to him and said, There were two men in one city, the one rich and the other poor. The rich man had a great many flocks and herds, but the poor man had nothing except one little lamb, which he brought and nourished, and it grew up together with him and his children. It would eat of his bread and drink of his cup and lie in his bosom, and was like a daughter to him. Now a traveler came to the rich man, and he was unwilling to take from his own flock of, or his own herd to prepare for the wayfarer, the wayfarer who had come to him. Rather, he took the poor man's lamb and prepared it for the man who had come to him. Then David's anger burned greatly against the man, and he said to Nathan, "As the Lord lives, surely man has no has done deserved to die." Hold on. Then David's anger burned greatly against the man, and he said to Nathan, 
as the Lord lives, surely the man who has done this deserves to die. Deserves to die. He must take restitution for the lamb fourfold, because he did this thing and had no compassion. Nathan then said to David, You are the man, thus says the Lord God of Israel. It is I who anoints you king over Israel, and it is I who delivered you from the hand of Saul. The book of Second Chronicles chapter 26 verse 18. They opposed Uzziah, Uzziah the king and said to him, It is not for you, is Uzziah, to burn incense to the Lord, but for the priests, the sons of Aaron, who are consecrated to burn incense. Get out of the sanctuary, for you have been unfaithful and will have no honor from the Lord God. The book of Ezekiel, chapter 16, verse 2. Son of man, make known to Jerusalem her abominations. The book of Hosea, chapter 2, verse 2. Contend with your mother, contend, for she is not my wife, and I am not her husband, and let her put away her harlotry from her face, and her adultery from between her breasts. The book of Acts, chapter 5, verse 3 through 4. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and to keep back some of the price of the land? While it remained unsold, did it not remain your own? And after it was sold, was it not under your control? Why is it that you have conceived this deed in your heart? You have not lied to men, but to God. The book of Galatians, chapter 2, verse 11 through 14. But when Cephas came to Ananias, Antioch, I opposed him to his face because he stood condemned for prior to the coming of certain men from James. He used to eat with the Gentiles, but when they came, he began to withdraw and hold himself aloof. Fearing the party of the circumcision, the rest of the Jews joined him in hypocrisy, with the result that even Barnabas was carried away by their hypocrisy. But when I saw that they were not straightforward about the truth of the gospel, I said to Cephas in the presence of all, if you being a Jew like live like the Gentiles and not like the Jews, how is it that you compel the Gentiles to live like the Jews? The book of Isaiah, chapter 45, verse 9 through 11. Woe to the one who quarrels with his maker, an earthenware vessel among the vessels of earth. Will the clay say to the potter, what are you doing? Or the thing you make you are making saying, He has no hands. Woe to him who says to a father, What are you begetting? Or to a woman, To what are you giving birth? Thus says the Lord, the Holy One of Israel and his Maker, Ask me about the things to come concerning my sons, and you shall commit to me the work of my hands. The book of Job chapter nine verse twelve Were he to snatch away who could restrain him? Who could say to him, What are you doing? The book of Jeremiah, chapter 18, verse 6. Can I not, O house of Israel, deal with you as this potter does, declares the Lord. Behold, like the clay in the potter's hand, so are you in my hand, O house of Israel. The book of Isaiah, chapter 14, verse 27. For the Lord of hosts has planned, and who can frustrate it? And as for his outstretched hand, who could turn it back? The book of Job, chapter 42, verse 2. I know that you can do all things, and that no purpose of yours can be thwarted. The book of Isaiah chapter 46 verse 10 Declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times things which have not been done saying my purpose will be established and I will accomplish all my good pleasure. The book of Daniel chapter 4 verse 35 All the inhabitants of the earth are accounted as nothing but he does according to his will in the host of heaven and among the inhabitants of earth and no one can ward off his hand or say to him what have you done? The book of Daniel, chapter 5, verse 21. 
He was also driven away from mankind, and his heart was made like that of beasts, and his dwelling place was with the wild donkeys. He was given grass to eat like cattle, and his body was drenched with the dew of heaven until he recognized that the Most High God is ruler over the realm of mankind, and that he sets over it whomever he wishes. The book of Jeremiah, chapter 49, verse 19. Behold, one will come up like a lion from the thickets of the Jordan against a against a perennially watered watered pasture. For an instant, I will make him run away from it, and whoever is chosen, I shall appoint him over it. For who is like me, and who will summon me into court? And who then is the shepherd who can stand against me? The book of Jeremiah, chapter 50, verse 44. Behold, one will come up like a lion from the thicket of Jordan to water pasture in an instant, and I will make them run from it. And whoever is chosen, I will appoint over it. For who is like me, and who will summon me into court? And who then is the shepherd who can stand before me? The book of Second Chronicles, chapter 20, verse 6. And he said, O Lord, the God of our fathers, are you not God in the heavens? And are you not the ruler of all the kingdoms of the nations? Power and might are in your hands, so that no one can stand against you. Alright, so as you can see throughout the Old and New Testament, you saw how God was challenging people, how he challenged his certain people to do certain things. He challenged the royalty. He challenged many kingdoms and nations and many rulers and priests. He held people accountable. He put people in tight positions and put them at crossroad points of their lives to make them to walk by faith and trust in God. You know, God is challenging us more than ever in these times that we're in. This is definitely the belly of the beast. This is the days of Noah. This is the latter times. This is the end times. And this is definitely a time where God is testing our He's testing our hearts. He's testing our faith. He's testing our character. He's testing our patience. He's testing our obedience. He's challenging all those areas of our lives. How we react to it, how we respond to it, will dictate whether we pass these challenges and tests or do we fail them. All right, how are we going about these things? Are we going through it with strength and being zealous and with strong might? Are we going through the motions? Are we being over-emotional? Are people being lazy? Are people are half-stepping it, you know? You got to put your foot in this walk with God. You got to put your all into this. If we love God with our heart, mind, and soul, then we have to go all out for him. No matter what challenge, no matter what obstacle, no matter what trial tribulation, we serve God, we keep him first, and we trust in him no matter what. So whatever challenge you deal with, what obstacles you're going through, I pray to God that you overcome everything that you're going through. Remember that you're a conqueror, all right? You're a winner. You're a conqueror. You're the head and not the tail. God has empowered you with so much abilities and gifts that you'll be able to bear everything that you're going through right now. It looks crazy right now. It looks a little confusing, but the Lord is not the author of confusion, all right? God gave us too much strength to walk around all week and to walk around not wanting to fulfill something or get something done or not go to the next season of our lives or go to the next phase that we're going into, all right? We have to step into these things. We have to manifest. We have to win and conquer. God gave us power and dominion over everything, and we have to rule with an iron fist and a heart of gold, and we have to always remember that we are a royal priesthood, so we are royalty, all right? We got to walk like it, all right? If we're man and women of God... We got to walk it, talk it. We got to back it up inside out. We got to show the world how we can get through obstacles. We got to show the world how we can get through things. That's what makes our testimony so great. 
That's what makes giving God giving God glory so great. Is that God has got us through all these things. And we went through these things thoroughly, alright? Some of y'all may have health challenges. Y'all might be dealing with COVID or cancer or a sickness or a disease. Watch how God blesses you and strengthens you through that challenge. And you could tell people about what God has done for you. Some of us may have financial issues. And it's not no prosperity gospel, nothing. This is just a survival conditional thing, you know. Um, watch how God blesses us and helps us out in miraculous ways. Watch how he paid those bills and covered those debts and covered those areas of our lives that we thought we couldn't handle or fix. All right. Some of y'all may have physical challenges where you deal with weight issues or your temple. Watch how God cleanses your body and restores it. And you start getting more active and diligent and you start exercising. Watch how God changes you inside out. Watch how God blesses your temple. All right. Many of, us, many of us, of course, have those mental challenges, right? Y'all may have anxiety or you're overthinking. Or some people have suicidal thoughts. They have dark thoughts. They have violent, evil intentions in their mind. Watch how you renew your mind in Christ. Watch how your mind is more peaceful. You could go to sleep better at night. Your vision is more clear. Your dreams are more clear. You got more clarity. You're not confused anymore. You're more sharp mentally. Your wisdom, understanding, knowledge is all there now. God has gave you that light and sparked it in your mind now. You see? So all these challenges that we're dealing with, we're going to overcome these things. We're going to conquer it, all right? And we, we got to not go through the motions, you feel me? So I pray to God that uh, whoever listens to this message, I pray that you get baptized and you start your life over for the Lord. I pray that you get through all your challenges that you're dealing with. Y'all may have challenges with family, your friends, or your spouse, your relationships, or your exes, or your children, or your household, or your friendships. You might have challenges in those areas. You might have challenges at the workplace. You might have challenges at school. You might have challenges at uh, different venues, different places. But God has placed you there to make you stronger, all right? This is not a time to complain and whine and get soft and weak. This is a time to get stronger and bolder and more mature. All right, and handle our business and handle our father's business. All right, I got much love for y'all. Y'all get through y'all challenges. God bless y'all. Peace. <laughs>